Well, nice uh, to see you. This is a great day. A this, great day. This is this is episode. I'm very happy today. Sixty-four, which is a very important, huh. very important number for computer nerds like myself, because it's a power of two. It is. Let's see. Two times Me. two. Me. Two times two is four. Times two is eight. Let's see. Two times uh, two is uh, two uh, is uh, power uh. of two. Times times two is is eight. Times two is sixteen. Times two is thirty-two. Times two is sixty-four. Got it. So two it's to six, the seventh. A two. Two to the seventh degree. Power. Power, man. It's all about power. Power. It's all about power, man. Is power all caps? Power all caps. No, just just the first. Power. So. Hey, so interesting thing happened last week over when we communicated where you had sent me a shot of receding hairlines contest. Yes. It was wags from billions. And it reminded me that I wanted to check out Damien Lee and Lewis in Band of Brothers, which I had really heard about but never seen. And it's been out since 2001. Yes. So there I, we go. I remember. I, I, I remember. I watched all 10 episodes. I watched Band of Brothers. That was given, that was loaned, loaned, lent to us as a DVD box set in 2002 or whatever. And my wife and I watched all of that back then. And wow, yes. Loan or lent, actually. Loaned. Loaned and lent both work. Loaned or loaned. It was loaned, and and otherwise it was lent to us. Lent. lent That's what happens before Easter. Yeah. Well, I took seven days since we, or six days since we last communicated about this, and over those six days, I saw I saw the whole episodes. Wow. And I was struck by many magnificent things about the movie. I mean, it's very moving and very, very well done. But it was interesting to me that you only heard them mention, I don't know you ever heard them mention the president's name. The only thing they ever said about Roosevelt was was that the president has died. And it was one line, and they never said in Truman's the new president, and they also never said anything in the whole thing about the bombing at Pearl Harbor. They never mentioned it. <laughs> and, and and they ended it with that the Japanese have surrendered. They didn't mention the fucking bomb. Whoa, 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 whoa. You're, it's, you're talking about the Band of Brothers in Europe. Because which was a two-front war when Pearl Harbor was bombed. And the right, United right, right. States not only had to finish up Germany, but then they had to go fight in... In in the Far East. Uh, so, are, are are you aware? Was, are you aware that there is a follow-up series called Pacific, where it's the no. Pacific version of the battle? No. Well, there you go. I didn't know that, and I would love to, I'd love to see that. But but uh, but isn't this isn't this kind of remarkable that they never mentioned these events? The president, his death, Truman's election, and then the ultimate bomb, and then the end of the war and the Japanese. I. I it, it was I loved it and couldn't wait for the next episode until it was completely finished, and I wept at the end of it as as anyone with a fucking blood Heart. in their veins would. The right. final concluding quote from Colonel uh, Richard Winters, and this thought only came to me later because I'm reading Winds of War by or by Herman Woke that lays out several years before the war when the United States wanted to get into it because the populace 
were dead set against it. They were still suffering from fatigue from World War One. They didn't want to go overseas. The president, president couldn't get anything through. He did. Blah blah blah. There's all this drama right. to bring the United States into the war. Band of Brothers picks up at the conclusion of Winds of War. I assume I've got four chapters left, which is finally landing in in Normandy and, and, and on the coast and sweeping. Europe, but, but that's where Band of Brothers starts. But it's just interesting. It's so focused on the company that not even a mention of these things. It's just a little weird to me. And I didn't think of that until afterwards. Right. It's not like I'm just trying to say it detracted from it. It's not. It's not my business. It was perfect. But I wonder why. Yeah, the whole Spielbergization of World War II is what it is. I specifically recall okay. from watching Band of Brothers. I specifically recall the what they did where as soon as you began to like a particular character he died like uh, like they like it was it was oh yeah this guy from from and and it was this formula of oh there's a guy from Brooklyn there's a guy from Kentucky there's a guy from Wyoming and there's a guy from whatever and as soon as you started to really like a particular guy boom there's a except know. in this case it's it's the company was a, was 105 men, and I think that's the number. And it recounts, I think, based on the, the stories of the old men that we see right. interviewed in their, their their intros. Those are the men who told the story that the movie was based on, and they each talk talked about what was happening, who died, how they died. I remember the trees were being shot up. And it's my belief that through the lens of that group discussion, they reenacted these events in a, in a record, which is good as it could possibly be, because they're at the end of the day, uh, God, give me a number, but uh, how many survived? It might have been 50-something or 30-something. It wasn't, it wasn't many. And then there were replacements and whatnot. Right. Um, but just, wow, wow. You won't know about this, but there are many video games that are based on that struggle and the first of all there are video games where you have to storm the beach at normandy and then there are video games where you are you know at the in the in the forest in our or wherever it was where it's like super cold uh wintry forest where wow so i don't know go ahead no 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 landing craft that, 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 it, that it's it's very it's very like Whatever that history is has, has been has been popularized and yeah. copied so many times, such that whatever we think happened there may be like seven layers away from what really happened there. That's what I'm saying. Can yeah, we... yeah. Well, it's it's a stunning accomplishment, just stunning in the Pacific. So who 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 might I know is who is in that, and is it as good or is it quite different or? the Pacific. Uh, so I switched and finally to, to finish your thought though, I finished it and then was lucky enough that the final, the most recent episode of Billion and I couldn't help but thinking that the character in, in Billions, he was soldier but 20 years later and of course the times don't match up but I couldn't help but imagine right. was the soldier and now he this was his job. Sure. And of course, the times are all off. Sure, 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 sure. Fifty years, right? Yeah. 40, but but 40 it's years, it's the character, and you but, see but the face. Yeah. yeah. So and he's, got a, he's got a remarkable face. Yes, that those, 
those 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 creases are, around like they aren't dimples but they're like creases around his mouth you know you know what makes them different than, than what you see on everybody you see them on me you see them on you is that for him they're quite far away from his nose and his mouth everyone has those creases to a degree which is as pronounced as his his are just further out they're further out from his nose and his mouth than ours and now, and you can you could you could calculate this you could calculate this okay I'm right about this okay well fine so Pacific has people that you know but aren't actors that you know the name of but you will recognize people So, Dennis, this week I watched with my family a movie on Netflix. So I was tasked with finding a movie on Netflix that would appeal to the whole family. Because at the moment we're at this crossroads with my 11-year-old daughter where she wants to watch teen drama shit. And my 7-year-old son wants to watch blow stuff up shit. Superpowers, right. right. Exactly, exactly. Of course. So... So, so I'm more seven than I am 11. Right, <laughs> exactly. So as it happens, well, first of all, before I go to where I was going f- first, there is this show from a couple years ago called Supergirl. That is, yeah. the premise is, no. you know it. The premise is, it's this, it's Superman's cousin also landed on Earth and also has the same powers and also, you know, can do whatever. But she is, you know, nervous and doesn't want to show her powers. But then she does on the on, on episode one, and nice. And I'm with you. And so, so it's this mixture of this uh, cute young girl talking with cute young boys that appeals to my 11 year old uh, daughter. Uh, but superpowers. But and superpowers and fights and, and fights and kills. shit that that that, that, <laughs> that appeals to my uh, seven year old son. So they have this sort of. Well, right. I mean, okay. Yes. So the problem with super the problem with the whole superhero genre is that sometimes they like destroy whole buildings, and you have to accept but that. Exactly. So, like, right. Exactly. So you, you you have to you have to assume that that oh these buildings are, are going down and no one is dying, but like really yeah. if you think about it for a it's second. Skyscraper. Right. It's like yeah. So so, so he the super well, Superman give him a web of protection, a mental web of protection. So buildings just fucking bounce off him and they they walk out unscathed. It's the untold story of the victimless list superheroes you know people yeah wouldn't, wouldn't that be great if there was a victimless superhero people but anyway so they've been they've, they've been watching this but what, where i was trying to go was that we watched i was tasked with tasked with finding a yes. with finding a movie that would appeal to everyone and That's so what was it right no 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 so so i right. so, so i went to oh. the so i went to, to the googles and i said uh animated best animated movies of 2020 and i got a list and on and on them was a movie available on netflix called called bolt and this this is a movie like so disney bought pixar pixar 
makes amazing movies and Disney bought them. And then Pixar taught Disney everything that they know, but not the secret sauce to make a great movie that makes the parents cry. Because Pixar is the king of making parents cry at the cinema because they make Toy Story and uh, Inside Out and those movies that if you are if you have a heart and you are a parent you will cry because it's all about it's all about touching that nerve in the parent but but they were able to make this movie uh, Disney called Bolt and Bolt is a movie about it's such a dumb premise so uh, the idea is there's this little girl who adopts a puppy and between the girl and the puppy they become actors on this TV show where they are like solving crimes and shit and the and the dog has these superpowers but the on the show on the show but the, the not but, really though but in the show yes Dennis there are no superpowers there are no superpowers in real life well I just yes. want to make sure no. I don't but, talk, talk to me in a condescending manner I'll reach through the screen and slap you fucking silly but it's a but, logical Fucking question. So You're trying hold to on, describe hold on. people a movie within a movie. Hold on. No, no, a TV, there, there, a TV there are, show within a movie. There are Go more ahead. there are more movies within movies. So but the 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 premise is is that they that they they let the dog think that the dog has these superpowers. So the the dog thinks that, that the dog has wow. this like super bark that they can like destroy stuff. And so somehow they are able to to record these episodes where the dog thinks that the dog has these powers it's like such a stupid concept he doesn't he doesn't so in real life in in, yes in real life so the so what happens is the the dog gets separated from the girl and the dog thinks that it needs to go and save the girl but the dog thinks that it has superpowers so it can like just, like like shoot lasers out of its eyes and shit so but 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 so as the movie progresses the dog learns that the, that the dog doesn't have superpowers <laughs> and so it learns that like the only superpower is love man so <laughs> so anyway it's this it's 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 this totally disney formulaic uh mess of uh, whatever right? but that's what happens in the movie. So, like, the, the dog thinks, "Oh, I can totally conquer this thing," but like in the end, the dog has to has to ask for help from a cat and a hamster that then like help it, because for some reason the dog gets transferred from L- from L A from L A to New York City, and it has to make its way from New York City to L A, and then. That's a road trip. It's, it's, road it, trip it's a road trip movie. It is a road trip movie at, it's, at, it's, at its, it's core. That's more complicated than Tom Cruise and Impossible. Yes. In so, Mission Impossible. as we said about the Between Two Ferns movie, it is at its core a road trip movie. So it's all about. <laughs> so like, the, road buddy, right? So like, at, like, at some point, different characters along the way. Right, and and at some point the dog learns that holding your head out the window of a moving car is the best fucking thing ever, which okay. I can imagine. Do Where I dog? Have you done that? I have not, but nor, nor am I a dog. Let the air fill your cheek so it goes ball. Have you done that? I Take your head out the window and let the car's going so fast that it fills your cheeks. You've never I, done it. I have. You have done it. I have, but I have the drooping cheeks so. <laughs> well, they fill up with 
I, I, I am fucking balloons. I, I very fire. much like uh, Droopy the dog or whatever that character is. Droopy. <laughs> Whoever. <laughs> Droopy the dog. You're just making this shit up now. Hold on. Droopy the dog. No. It was Happy the skunk. Hold on. Hold on. I How just. Peppy Le Pew? I, hold Remember on. Peppy Le Pew? Hold on. Fuck you. I just Googled Droopy the dog. That's nice. And I got Droopy the animated character and... on, on Wikipedia. Ah. Droopy, the animated character and singer of the golden age of American animation. He was the anthropomorphic dog with a droopy face. Hence his name. Anthropomorphic? You're anthropomorphic. What? What? Maybe we all. (laughs) I don't don't know. Well, that's kind of who you look like then. You, Droopy the dog. Those well, big ears hanging down. I've never seen anybody's ears so big that the headset doesn't cover up the lobes at all. Your lobes are hanging just, just so low. around. There's a song in there somewhere, too. There's a song in there somewhere. Your lobes are so low, you know, I don't know, somewhere. Well, I have to think about it. I saw Lisa Loeb at concert once. You don't know who she is. Lisa Loeb? Yes. She had big ear lobes? Uh, no. Big earrings? No. She was pretty cute, Why though. Why do they call her that? Oh, that's her name, L O E B. Oh, L O E B. Yeah. Trump's worst day of his presidency today, the trifecta. Every day is the worst presidency. Three things. Yes. Three things. No, no, that's not true. Supreme Court in two different occasions. Yeah. L B G T rights, and also now the Draco, the. Daca. Daca, yes, Daca. Daca. And they ruled. They ruled in favor of, of right. the immigrants, of course. Not of course, actually. And the third is that Trump said is on the decline, and every organization known to man is just saying that's not true. It's the it's a trifecta, and he is reeling, and his numbers are plummeting. And independents now have left him from seven from yeah, five seventeen percent. To now Biden at 50% of independence, led by women, particularly anybody with a, with a, with an education. And uh, my wife and I had to have a, a bump fist on the on the idea of this is a great day. Fist this bump. is a great day. Fist bump. Fist bump. Yeah. Yeah. So, fuck. I mean, every day feels like the day that obviously everyone is going to turn, turn against him. But here we fucking are. Oh, it'll happen. When uh-huh. the Senate when the Senate looks like it's in trouble, the President of the United States is going to learn that at the end of the day, Mitch McConnell's job is to protect the Senate. And when that happens, when 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 and if it happens, I'm not suggesting that it will, but when and if it happens, it would change the course of events. So would so hope McConnell. I, I'm not sure if McConnell is man enough to go down with Trump. He is, in fact half man and half tortoise yes and we only see him with his head pulled partially out of his fucking armor his shell right which is he's got so much money that he was able to make his shell look like a thousand dollar suit but nonetheless his his wrinkled neck only comes out half the way when he comes all the way out he begins to morph into jaja bing jar jar and at that point what jar jar jaja Jar Jar. Jar Jar. Jar Jar Binks. Yes. You know, 
you kind of look like him. Actually, you talk like him too when when you're not on the air. It's funny how you're you're able to get rid of that. Yes, I mean uh, Jamaica. Whatever happens, sir. Yes, Jamaica, me a drink, please. Yes, amen. So yeah, so until, until the demise of Donald Trump, the next we know there will be Republican di- uh, defections. This is a fat tire. Very happy to have a six pack. So I have a tree planting story to tell you. Fuck me. Let's talk about let's talk about the plants. So you know I've I've got the built up the front yard so that there's a three rock high rock wall that makes my yard level, and right up the middle of that heightened yard is a sidewalk that goes to my steps. So I have two halves of a yard, one on either side of the sidewalk, kind of typical with the sidewalk up the center. Typical. And in the center of the approaching on your left, I bought as we decided a, a Japanese maple called a blood good Japanese maple. And when I went to buy it, there were four within the size range I wanted, which was between, you know, 14 foot minimum and a 14 foot Japanese blood good maple has a ball that weighs about 250, 300 pounds. Right. So picture a tree 14 foot tall. And at the bottom of it in burlap and wire, is a mound, is a ball that weighs 250, 300 pounds and is 18 inches across and 18 inches down. Weighs you like shit, but two guys can pick it up. That's a big ball. Well, in that in that little line of trees of four blood good Japanese maple trees that were for sale, all for the same price, $399, was one that was nearly twice as thick at the root as the others and nearly five feet taller. Stood at 17 feet and had a ball that weighed 400 pounds. I would go for that one. <laughs> and if it, I if it were me. it delivered because it was a, there was a two-week delay, and I've got a trailer, and I, I have, a, I have a, a moving cart that is a heavy-duty moving cart that you'd use to move large boxes. Not the heaviest-duty one that you would rent at U-Haul, but one less than that. And I thought it would be sufficient if I could jimmy-rig it, and I had a man hired called Matt the Grunt, who I hire for $20 an hour, who like digs holes. Matt like, the Grunt, like the whole digger. Fucking energizer yep. bunny. Yep. Like the energizer bunny. Dig, dig, dig. I said, man, why are you going so fast? He <laughs> said, well, this is my workout. Do, do, do. And he's done in like a minute, right? So he was there. He's strong, wiry dude. And so we successfully load that in another tree called a green giant arbavita, which which is only nine feet, nine feet tall with a hundred pound ball. We load them in the back of my trailer, which is a horse trailer with two tires in the center cut in half 14 foot long five foot wide and the trees laid down because inside because i put four foot walls up around this trailer so i get the trees home 15 miles an hour as luck would have it once again you've heard the story before my lane closest to my house is closed because of work going on on the road that means that i could pull my trailer up with the trees on it in a dead lane and park there as long as i wanted white privilege man it saved me potential fine or a ticket or if i plan for it if you're there more i don't know you've got a time frame but anyway there we are yeah i take the trailer down the ramp down i put a board down i set the the, the jitney the, the 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 tool i'm going to use the, the, the jitney and put it up against whoa, whoa, whoa. the jitney uh, well it's, it's it's let's not be racist here the jitney wait you blacked out so, so i got it set okay. right wait i i, I 
I actually forgot what it's called. This is, this is, okay, fine. This is, remember okay. I told you earlier? Yes. All right, so okay. we're, we're coming down off, off of the truck. Get stuck in the middle of a sentence. Yeah, okay. It's a moving cart, what is it called? <laughs> the, the Find it on the internet. Anyway, but it's, it's, it's minor. It's minor. It's not a big machine. The guy comes. Listen, the guy comes. We push this thing up against the tree, and we try to horse it down. We manage to get it halfway down the ramp. At some at some danger to us for straining our back trying to stop it because it's big, it's 18 foot long, it weighs 400 pounds. Just as we're halfway down the ramp, a man comes on a bike, stops at the bike, and says, "You need a ball root cart." And I said, "Wow, what's that?" He said, "It's like what you have, but it's giant sized." I live two blocks away. It'll be lawn in five minutes. My name is Steve, and he drives away. Five, two minutes sooner, he wouldn't have known what we were doing. Two minutes later, we might have struggled up up the driveway. But here he is. I go, I get it, and it is a four-foot iron, metal, aluminum prong at the bottom of the cart. Wheels that are 12 inches big, full of, full of air, strong, and it's five foot tall at the bend. And it literally is swooped so that in a shape like the ball of the tree. And you get it near it, you spin the heavy ball, spin the tree around till it loops into the, the literal metal net at the base of the, of, the, of the tool. And then when you tilt it backwards, two of you, we moved it up the driveway and put it in place in less than two minutes. 400 pounds, planted it, rolled it right into the hole. And I took it back to the dude. So here's to Steve. Well, I have to find out the name of this tool, but it's a ball, root, tree, something. So anyway, we got the tree in, planted the uh, arbavita as well, and planted uh, five barberry rose glow bushes, which are fascinating bushes, Ooh. spiky. Barberry rose glow barberry bushes? Rose glow. What is that? Barberry rose glow bushes huh? with a red tone and they're spiky little prickles on them. They're a great security bush. People don't like to walk through them. Barberry rose glow bushes. Huh. That's a thing. So that's to keep the bad people away? Well, they're beautiful to begin with. Striking, in fact. But also as a side, they also are, are good to put in front of a fence and whatnot. If people could climb a fence, let's say you got a four-foot fence, and in order to get over it, you just put your foot in the bottom rail and leap over it if you're young and agile. But in order to deter that, uh-huh. you might put a hedge of barberry rose glow bushes about four and a half, five foot apart right. and plant them. Because in three years, they'll be five feet high and they'll each be four feet wide. And in order to get to the fence to jump over it, you'd have to push yourself very difficultly. I mean, push yourself hard right. to get through these bushes that are full of fucking prickers. It's it just, it, you don't want to have to do it. So now, now you know why I chose them. So We've planted those as well. So it's a defense mechanism for <laughs> the oncoming onslaught of zombies that will come in five years from, from now, it's, in 2025. It's called in there's a, I read a short story about it, and the short story is in defense of defense. 
So you're defending defense. Do you have a fence yes. that you're defending? Yes. Don't don't look. So I don't want to get defensive about it, but yeah, yeah, that's right. All right. Well, that's right. If you got to defend defense. So I I, I learned I, I determined today a new strategy for how to deal with people in public places inside the stores that don't wear masks. Do tell. This is my new strategy. Does it involve like tackling them now, in some way? No, 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 no. And I don't speak to them directly, which is the key point. Uh. Instead, I wait until they're near someone who's wearing a mask. And then I go up to the person who's wearing the mask. I stay 10 feet away. And I say to that person, thank you for wearing a mask. I appreciate your kindness and your courtesy. And I say that in full hearing of the two assholes who are there who won't spend $1.99 at the door if they don't have a mask or more than likely have one in the car. And instead of, you don't want to confront people. And I've gone to the management, management say, we don't throw people out of the store because they don't wear a mask. It's only recommended in the state guidelines. And I say, but you can legally. And they say, well, we don't want to. So that's what I'm doing now. It worked today. They, a guy heard me. It maybe heard it, me. It worked. He didn't give a fuck. Right. Like working means that the person without the mask went out to their car and put on their mask and came back in. Well, a couple but, of layers of it. No, but working, in your own mind, my goal. I'm just unrealistic about this. My goal is not so much for that to happen because I'm not that naive. It's for them to feel a bit of shame. It's just to shame them for just a second. If it was cumulative, maybe they would say something to a loved one and say, I can't believe this asshole today said this thing in the store about thinking this guy that, right. you know, you know, had a mask on and I didn't have my mask on because I forgot it. And the loved one would say, well, dad, at your age. I mean, the two people I'm picturing here were well in their 70s. Right. And at your age, you need to wear a mask. That could happen if the person recounted the story. Right. Follow me? So my goal is really to create a chain reaction because certainly a, a bit of a, a shame or an embarrassing moment uh, isn't enough to change the, the tide, the rut of, you know, not giving a shit, you yeah. know, about wearing a mask. It's like whatever. And it really is wild how... The percentage, like the chance of contagion changes when you wear a mask or when you don't. Yes. It's, it's like it's like it's, between it's 20% chance or 3% chance. And it's just like, why would you not do that? Yeah. But whatever. Here we are. So I, I, I bought over the net a uh, baseball cap, kind of you a nice black baseball over the net. Over, over the, the net. I bought online. Yes. Over the net. A, a black baseball cap. Yes. That has snapped upon it a shield that goes all the way down below my chin and goes all the way over to my ears. And that, along with a N95 mask, is what I would wear if I happened to have to fly, which I will pick De Delta, which literally has got every other seat empty. Delta is killing it. They're killing it with okay. what they're doing. Compared to American Airlines, that's just absolutely abysmal. And I've just booked my, my wife for a Delta trip to North Carolina where the uh, cases are up, which I wish the whole country would stop reporting cases because cases is, in fact, a huge piece of data relying on testing. What they uh -huh. need to be reporting on is hospitalizations and, 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 and not so, so much morbidity, but hospitalizations because it, it could be 
that now that there's been more experience, experience in hospitalizations that the morbidity rate has is is gone down. But hospitalizations is what you, what we need we need to track, and they in fact are up, right in 20 states I believe. But they they report it as the number of cases because it's a bigger number, and that's not what they should be reporting. I, they can report it, but they should say that isn't the number you need to know because now we have testing available, and where before we didn't know. I had no idea. Now we know. But that the, the real issue is, so how many people are getting sick or sick enough to be hospitalized, which is the standard measure? Because anything below that you want to know, but anything below that is hard to know. Yeah. What's not so hard to know is a hospital entry, although the entire state of Florida refuses to report that number. They refuse to report the number of hospitalizations, let alone deaths. So my buddy yeah. sends me this poster. Did I tell you the story already? Not yet. About the Watkins Glen Festival the what, the in what 1973. Now? Watkins Glen, 1973. Tell me. At the time, the world's largest rock and roll outdoor event. And sends me a poster. And on the poster, 1973, as the two big bands, the Almond Brothers and the band. And he sends me this note. And it says, it says, Dennis, do you remember any of this? <laughs> Do you remember even going? In fact, I'm worried. Maybe you should have your wife read this note to you because based on what happened in 1973, I'm afraid that you might be lost now. Love, your cousin Dick. So I start to think, and I can't remember hardly anything about Watkins Glen, but I do have a picture I took of a dude in a tent with the doors wide open, yeah. dressed like a hippie, long hair and a beard. No. tie-dyed shirt three. sitting cross-legged in the center of the tent with the door wide open and his hippie girlfriend behind him also in tie-dyes pillows everywhere and he considers himself a wizard and he's given sure. me a wizard sign you know with his yeah. with his hands out to like cast a favorable a, a benevolent a spell on me right. and the name of the black and white photo is wizard and I know I have that and I know I was there but I don't remember anything about it. We ended up talking for an hour. Yes, this recall that I can't believe it's been 40, 47, 49 years, whatever. Yeah. And he remembers where we stopped, what we bought, where we camped. And so I can't remember. So I Google that and I say to him, by premise, I say, the band, huh? The band. Because I swear to God, the only time I heard the band was when I walked into an arena in, in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, in the last 15 minutes of the band playing, and stood up in the back and heard them play with Bob Dylan. Right. That's the only time I recall hearing the band. And he says, oh, no, Dennis, you were there. The band played. Wow. So I Google and I get the, I get the, I get the recording of the band opening playing live yeah. at Watkins Glen. And God damn it, if it doesn't all come back to me. <laughs> and I had forgotten. Wow. For 40, what it was, 1973, you do the math. It's been nearly 50 years. Yeah. And it is indeed, and I want you to do a Wikipedia post of the word. Yeah. Right? Revelatory. Oh, God. And then and it, it came back. Wow. And, 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 and it's a lot more to the story, but I won't, I'll, I'll, I'll. Next episode. But there's reasons that I don't remember any of it. <laughs> I don't, I still don't remember much of any, but I do remember they're playing this opening tune. 
and it rained like hell. It, it rained like crazy. And the next day after we got up, and I do recall under a tarp yeah. that had sticks put it up in sleeping bags and wet and rainy, that the next day, without exception, yeah. 600,000 people, 600,000 people shit. left their shit in the mud. Their sleeping bags, That's stinky. their chairs. Well, it, as did as did we. Right. As did we. Yeah. The mud was was it was it was squish squish. It was almost a foot deep. It poured. Wow. I remember that. I did it, but now I do. A revelation. <laughs> I did it, but now I do. Well, that's a great story to end on, Mr. Dennis. Good evening to you. Stay well, well, safe. Keep your distance. Keep shaming people that don't have their masks on and we'll see you next week I guess oh what? this morning what? to march on if I won't be there with, with you because of my problem of breathing my dear you'll have to do the march all alone oh, and each time my lungs pain with breathing I'll think about you on your march. And each time I'm breathing, you will be believing. I remember George Floyd saying I can't breathe. Oh, darling, this breath sure hurts me. But no knees on my neck, can't you see? And so when I hope I'm relieving the pain that he felt when he died on the... Fuck. So, good week to you. Hello, hello. We'll see you next happy hour. Amen. Brother Dennis. Brother Eric. That's it for episode number 64. Thank you for listening. You can find all the show notes of all the different tools and concerts and things mentioned at happyhour.fm slash 064. And if you'd like to help support us, you can go to patreon.com slash happyhour. Give us a couple bucks every, every month would be wonderful. And that's it. You guys be safe out there. We'll see you next week.